You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey there, everybody. This is my second time recording this episode because I screwed up the first time. Um, but yeah, needless of that, um, we, this is episode 134 of Cyber Sign That's a lot. <laughs> Obviously. Anyway, for this episode, I have someone on who is really awesome, really cool. Knows their crap when it comes to making merchandise, like my own merchandise that I didn't make myself. I mean, I, I, okay, I made the design. I made how I made how it looks. Someone else drew how it looks, but I made how it initially looks. And okay, anyway, this isn't about my merchandise. Pretty much, this person makes merchandise for their own job, and it's. I never, I haven't seen it before, but I'm pretty sure it's amazing. We'll figure everything out today. Today I am with Char. Hi there. Yeah, this is actually my first time ever being interviewed for a podcast. Um, so that's exciting. It's really great to be here. 134 episodes in. Wow. Yeah, I thought, I mean, I saw your stuff on Facebook and I was just like, this needs to happen. Uh, my my chaotic energy, I guess. Yeah, like, really vibe with you. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, like, you you know when you can feel the connection when you see Homestuck and just like I can just see, you know, like I can just see things going down. Anyway. Oh, I know. So. So yeah, I mean, like, um, I know that in the. When we were trying to do this the first time, you were starting to talk about your cosplay story. I mean, I I don't. I mean, I'm sure you're okay telling the whole thing, but like, yeah, just tell them the whole thing. Just start from the top, and you know. All right. Yeah. If I if I start from the top, um, basically, uh, I just moved to a new middle school from one where I'd just gotten bullied. I had no friends, and I complimented this girl on her bag. Um, and she turns to me and she says, oh, you, you, you like Hitalia? And I said yes, because I wanted friends. Yeah. Um, and I had no idea what Hitalia was at the time, or what I was getting into. Um, but then that night I went home and I looked it all up. And uh, later on in that school year, um, we went to a Japanese festival, all of us. And uh, getting into cosplay, that uh, was really difficult choosing who who of the anime to cosplay because um, there there are so many characters. Uh, it's essentially an anime uh, with personifications of countries. It's a pretty old anime. Uh, the fandom is essentially dead, and uh, I cosplayed Canada. A. A, yeah. Um, and the, the funniest joke was always, like, who's Canada? Um, 
they always forget about Canada. It's always about America. And uh, I cosplayed Canada. Um, one of my friends made my jacket, and then I just got some like green pants and boots and stuff from like the Goodwill. Um, but we ordered the wig online, and um, the wig didn't get here in time for uh, a cosplay contest I had entered with that cosplay. So I ended up making a huge Minecraft head of this anime character, and that was my my first cosplay. That's a lot better than my story. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you no, I mean, I mean this this I mean like this podcast is all, supposed to be all about you, but like, but and I and I and I and I told my story probably a thousand times over. On this podcast of how I started and all that stuff, but pretty much Reader's Digest version. Adventure Time, Adventure Time fan tried to be Marshall Lee. It sucked, didn't work, and moved on to other things. There we go. <laughs> That's the Reader's Digest version, so I didn't have to reset the whole story. <laughs> I mean that that works if if your listeners know what happened, then that's. That's a good recap. That's the that's the uh, that's the that's the recap of all recaps. There you go. <laughs> um, no, my I didn't get to wear that cosplay very often though because it was four layers of clothing and a giant head. Um, I did end up, I did end up winning a cosplay contest with it. I won two two tickets to Phoenix Comic Con, uh, which is now Phoenix Fan Fusion for those who. Might be listening and might be in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, my second cosplay, uh, though, which was a lot more, it was more comfortable. It was definitely a comfort cosplay. I was just, um, I had a bunch of black fabric and some yellow fabric and some hot glue. And I cosplayed like a Vocaloid crossover of uh, Pokemon. And I was uh, Umbreon. Because you wanted to be the very best that no one ever was? Yes. <laughs> and do you uh, still want actually, to? I got a lot of positive feedback from that, even though it was just yellow circles, uh, hot glued to like shorts and on like uh, like the Vocaloid arm sleeves, and I had a big tail and like a top hat with ears attached to it. It was, it was really interesting, uh, and everyone everyone liked it because I wasn't over sexualizing a Pokemon. I mean, I couldn't. I was only like what thirteen. Why wouldn't you anyway? Right? I mean, there's some people out there, but that's not for me. I mean, do you still want to be the very best that no one ever was? <laughs> In some aspects, yes. I want to be the very best that no one ever was. TV meeting. Okay, if I start singing the whole thing, I'm going to start singing the whole thing, and I'm not going to do that. I've revamped that cosplay several times with a, a lot of different tale like, remakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Umbreon cosplay, mm-hmm. but I, I did stop wearing the Canada cosplay just because it was getting to be too much. Well, in and that heat, that. well, in that, well, in that heat that you live in, that layers, just yeah. No, um, Phoenix Phoenix Fan Fusion or Phoenix Comic Con, uh, it is a summer convention. It takes place in like May and June. Uh, so yeah, wearing four layers of long sleeves in uh, 120 degree weather. I did pass out in a vendor hall at one point. 
Like, no, I, no, I hear that in, I think it is in Phoenix, but I think I heard that they have a McDonald's that, that's like a turquoise or some kind of blue color because it, because they didn't want it to be yellow because it, might, it matched too much to the surroundings. They um they actually wanted it to be turquoise uh to keep the aesthetic flowing. Yeah. 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 They didn't want it to be yellow because it it didn't look right with the surrounding area. Yeah, that's um that's being not, like, right? not like blending in, but like they just didn't want it uh because turquoise is really popular here mm -hmm. with the, with the Native Americans. Yeah. And they were like, oh yeah, don't do yellow, do turquoise. It'll it'll match better. Yeah, like your like like I said earlier, like your Kachina wearing beehives, the Arizona coyotes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, there's not a, you know there's not a hint of turquoise on any of their jerseys, but anyway. <laughs> no, I think the majority of our sports teams are red, which is which is kind of funny. Like Sedona's red, sure, but like nothing. I don't think anything else in our state would would correlate with red. Don't you? Now, do you know? Do you know what's so freaking weird though, is that your is that your team, like, like they like they have like a modern day logo. It looks it's a howling coyote. That's the logo, like now. Um, but they did this crazy thing that now that their that their old jersey, the one from back the day, is now their current home jersey. And your and your guys's current jersey, well, it's supposed to be your current jersey. Now became your away jersey. They, well, a lot of things in our state, um, like I was talking about the Phoenix Comic Con, Phoenix Confusion, they're Sorry. very indecisive about what they want to do, what they want to be named, and what they want to look like. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I just had to go on that little rant because, like, I noticed that, like, you're, like, I just noticed that and I had to bring it up, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Like, even me, um, personally, I have pink and blue hair, uh, mostly because I couldn't decide between the two. I've got Arizona in my blood when it comes to indecisiveness. I mean, I mean, like, do you like the pink and blue thing like that, or was it just like, or was that just something where you can't decide and you just want it that way? Um, well, I had, I had pink for about seven years, um... And then I was I wanted to change it up and I did blue because I cosplayed Shinx for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, I was like a human punk Shinx. And um, after that I was like, oh, I want to go back to pink, but I still like the blue. So I decided to go with the half and half hair trend, which is uh, was was popular at the time, and I've had it for about a year now with the the half and half pink and blue. Well, I mean that I mean that I mean that's pretty cool. I mean. I had I had this idea back in 2012 when I was still in, yeah that that really ages me when I was in high school, <laughs> and and I had this idea like this was like tail end this was like my senior year I had this idea where I was gonna spike up the front like the very front of my hair I was gonna spike it up and I was gonna color it green. Did you? No, because my job wouldn't let me. <laughs> yeah, I was um I was like a platinum blonde for a couple years because my my adult job wouldn't let me have colored hair i i i mean and not and, and a lot of people and i told a lot of people about it say so why don't you do it? just they tell me just to do it and and i tell them like oh, i don't know I, I don't feel 
like I don't know these days. I don't know. I'm just I'm too lazy to do it, and my hair is curly. So I mean, that's another thing. And it's just... uh, every every time I go to touch up my hair, um, I think about I'm I'm getting old. I'm getting old stuff, but you can tell they're aged, and it just it it doesn't vibe anymore. I I don't know if it's just me, you know, getting the uh the you know how twelve year olds are just I'm too old for toys, but it's like, am I getting too old for nerd stuff? Mm-hmm. I'm not even that old. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm 27, and I'm still in the home stuff. <laughs> I'm still into all this nerdy things. And, and, like, like I'm still into all this crazy stuff, and I'm 27 freaking years old, you know? And, oh, I'm... yeah, no. I um, made the, the not very smart decision tonight. I bought three new pop figures because we got them in at my job. Um, Wait. Yeah. Wait, pop figures at your job? I thought you worked at... Like... Yeah, yeah, like... Fun... Yeah, but... okay. I work at Walmart, so we get in Funko Pop figures. No, wait, so you work at a circus and Walmart? Yes. Uh, before the pandemic, we did actual shows and things uh, for the circus. I, I, um, I made... I, and I currently still do designs for uh, the Gaslight Circus, which is a local circus here in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did a round of like buttons because I got a button maker because uh, I do also have like a small business and like a whole social media that's my own personal thing mm-hmm. um, I did some I, I had a manufacturer do some patches for us uh, with the logo but it was mostly uh, buttons pins uh, we do have a, a heat press so we can make shirts and things um but my actual, my day job is just Walmart. I work at Walmart. <laughs> if the circus doesn't pay you? <laughs> no, no, we get paid. We all get paid. Uh, the performers get paid. I get paid. Um, at the end of the day, everyone gets their fair cut. And that's what's important. So, so when you mean by like, like, is this like a legit circus, like animals and all? Or is this... No, no, we are, uh, we are completely against the, uh, the, the circus stereotype that they have animals um, because of all the negative negativity going towards um, circuses that do have animals because of the abuse like uh, like they displayed in uh, Tim Burton's Dumbo mm-hmm. and um, like most most things like that it's like we don't have any animals we just have uh, some people that act like them sometimes so so you guys are more like ac- acrobatics and in in like in tricks and all that stuff yes yes um we have we have several really great performers um including my significant other my partner uh he does he's a clown and he does fire performances oh he's he's a clown he must be he must be goofy then (laughs) oh he's very goofy um he's really he's really agile too which makes for a great really great show uh the circus uh, based on a negative experience at a fall festival one year when I was in elementary school. So, no, no, that's no, that's really cool. So, so, so you personally like them because you work with them, but like, what do you think of other people that are like? It, I'm guessing you're just gonna say it just is what it is or whatever when it comes to 
when it comes to people's fear on them. Well, I feel like, um, yeah, everyone's allowed to have their own fears of things, um, but it's more, they need to get to know the person in the paint, because our clowns are, they're, um, they're performers, they're good people, you know, they're, they're real people, um, so people, you know, they're scared of, they're scared of the performance, or they're scared of the character, uh, they, they could just be scared of the paint, um, things like, uh, the, the Stephen King's It, don't really do a do a really good depiction of clowns, I think, because um, it's like or like killer clowns are they're depicting something that's supposed to be happy and wholesome is, is scary, and it really ruins uh, when we're trying to put on a good show. Yeah, the, like like I'm, su- I'm surprised all clown performers don't go after Stephen King, and be like, hey, you're ruining our record, man. <laughs> Uh, well, there are quite a few that I know of, um, and, uh, the other, yeah, there's quite a few of people that are actually out, they don't like Stephen King just because of that, and it's kind of hilarious, uh, but not in that kind of way, like, it's a serious issue, you know, when you put on your clown paint, and you've got to, like, stop at the store for something before a show, and then there's somebody with a shotgun going, get, you know, get the heck out of my store before, uh, I call the police just because you're wearing clown paint. It's that's that's nuts, and I'm sorry. Yeah, when people get like violent against it, that's 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 when you wonder uh, what's what's gonna happen. You just you gotta keep keep to yourself and keep keep making people happy. That that the people that actually they enjoy it and and they don't they don't they're not afraid. So, so like um, I never seen the merch for this thing that you make make the merch for so like so like what does it look like even though the people back at home who are listening to this won't be able to see it can you at least show me what it looks like <laughs> um uh well our our main logo is red and orange and yellow and white and it says uh the the gaslight circus with um a nice traditional uh like, you know, like a, what, what you could describe as like a merry-go-round font, and mm-hmm. it's like um, a, a circle behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not very good at descri- describing things. Uh, that's that's um, our main logo, and uh, some of the patches that I had made for for main cast and crew. No, oh, I mean, like, do, I mean, do you guys have like an online shop, where you guys sell this online for people who can't, who don't live in the area, who still want your merch, or is it Home. Uh, we've, uh, we've, we've dabbled in the idea of an online shop. Uh, right now we're trying to get, um, during the pandemic, we're just kind of trying, trying to make sure to keep Circus alive, uh, with, uh, Jiro, Jiro Kinom is the, the owner of the Gaslight Circus, and he's got a podcast, um, talking about modern day, like, Circus, like, what's going on, and a little bit of, of that. Do you mind if I, if I share the title of that, or... Yeah, go go right go right ahead. Uh, yeah, it's um cutting up jackpots. That's uh, that's the name of the podcast. If anyone's interested, uh, we do have a website, uh, just thegaslightcircus.com. You could probably just Google it. Mm-hmm. And we do have a Facebook page, the Gaslight Circus, which is where we've been trying to debut. Uh, we just put out our first video of a uh, Gaslight TV or GLC TV. I I like to call it. We're still working on some. 
pro potential logo designs for that. Um, so that's that's kind of what we've been up to during the pandemic because we can't really do uh, any in-person shows, of course. If anyone, if everyone wants to stay safe. Well, you, well, you guys are really missing out on the opportunity to get money in sales by selling the merch online. <laughs> like. Like like you like like I'm pretty like I'm sure there's people who has been to your guys' shows, or people who are wondering on the internet about your shows, who are oh yeah um no we we just haven't gotten a chance to really, uh, get all the way in there yet and uh, set everything up. Uh, we're still, uh, like I said, we're still setting set, set, setting certain stuff up, building up, um I guess the fan base, um to really have a reason to put out our merch because it was it was usually just shows exclusive um pins uh buttons and t-shirts and stickers uh but it would be like you you buy it at the show um but we uh we know that there a lot of circuses have been doing live stream shows and drive-in shows uh we don't really have anywhere to do anything like that though so we've just been um making of like clips of everyone doing different performances and i don't know it's it's been really fun so far for the filming process do you think do you take commissions me personally as an artist yeah yeah i do i do do uh digital commissions traditional commissions and uh i just got into doing physical commissions for uh cosplay horns and uh character badges because i was gonna ask like do you think <laughs> And this is for everyone to hear. Do you think you can make an official like crossover shirt with my podcast and the merch of your of that of that gaslight thing? Like like just for like limited limited run thing? Like that'd be like so freaking cool. Um I I can't really answer that. Just to be sure. I can't say yes or no because I'd have to talk to Jiro about it. He's like I said, he's the boss man. Uh, whatever decisions there are, if he wants me to uh, drop a design, because it's his, it's his brand. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just the, uh, I guess, the I'm artist. Just the, the artist, yeah. Um, if he, if he, if he gives me the go ahead, then I will absolutely uh, see what I can do about getting some sort of collaboration going on. Uh, but unfortunately, if he says no, um, because we've got other projects right now that we're trying to work on, then I have to respect his wishes. I know, but I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying like make it and sell it to everyone. Like, but I'm saying like, I'm saying like, if I like asked you to make it and just make it per just personally for me, so I can, so I can wear it around. Unless, unless you gotta ask him anyway, because it, because it's his logo and crap. But. Oh uh, yeah, I'd still have to ask him because it's his logo. I mean. I mean, don't take. I mean, don't take trouble. He's probably gonna say no anyway because he doesn't know who I am and my podcast is. I'm like, I'm not Joe Rogan or anything, so it's not like he's gonna know who I am. But you know. I mean, I mean though, he is. He is also a fellow podcaster, so he might. He might be down for him. I don't know. I mean, there's, sure. There's I mean, no harm in me asking at some point after this interview. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. I mean, you can ask if you want. I mean, I don't care. I mean, it'd be cool if he said yes, but if he doesn't say if he doesn't say yes, then uh, I respect that. But you know, it'd be cool. Yeah, I think it would be cool to have a crossover. Just kind of 
put our foot in the in a different door, you know, going towards the the cosplay and more convention because uh, this last year before the pandemic was like a huge thing. Uh, we we were actually gonna do some shows at Phoenix Comic uh, Phoenix Fan Fusion uh, as the Gaslight Circus. I can can you imagine if like if you guys are trying to be hip with it and you and and you guys just come busting out of the busting out of the back and be like 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 yeah we're here man yeah. Well, um, he. We've we've done things at the the Phoenix Fan Fusion before, like not as Gaslight Circus, but we had like a whole contract and everything. Um, but we were we were gonna uh, do some stuff for them, and it did roll over to this year. So hopefully, um, if the pandemic hasn't you know put a halt on that convention for safety reasons, we might still get to do that. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really cool because um, you see. Um, I should bring this up. Um, I do another podcast called "In the Serpent's Pit with Serpents Breakdown," and we did a two we did a two part episode on the circus itself. And I expressed my opinion about the circus in general, and I respect it for what it is because it's one that it's a form of entertainment that that still runs to this day. I mean, like, it's, I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys look up, I'm pretty sure you guys look up to, but on our, but on our subject, I mean, no, I mean, we, uh, we obviously, for the past 28 minutes, it's not about your circus life, <laughs> but, um, but outside circus life and outside Walmart, we don't even have to talk about Walmart, we know how that is, um, <laughs> but, and, and I'm saying YouTube, YouTube. We know how that is. Anyway, um, how like, what are hobbies do you like outside cosplay? Are you a gamer? Do you, do you, like like what do you do? Like what 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 makes char char when you're not working? Um. Well, when I'm not working, I'm usually working. <laughs> when I'm not working, I'm usually working. That's that's about it. Uh, I I draw. I do digital art. Um, I mostly, uh, I work up new designs for my small business. Um, I do games sometimes. I'm not really huge into it. Like my, my partner is, uh, I've got a 3DS and a Nintendo Switch and I only vaguely know how to use them. Um, wow, I, I guess I don't really do that much. Um. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, like, do you, do you read? Do you like reading? I do. Fa- I I do read. Yeah. Um, I normally I'll just collect graphic novels. Um, I have a wide collection of manga, um, actual books. My collection's a bit smaller, uh, and I really like art books. Give me, give me art books. Give me what made like the movies Ratatouille. Or home, give me those. Um, the and those actually do help me with my own personal artwork as well. Um, I mean, no, that's really cool because, um, I mean, any book that's just pictures, it's gonna rule. 
Well, it's like the breakdown of scenes and storyboards. I, I'm not very good at storyboarding or animation for that matter. Um, so, you know, when I get to look um, in my own pace at how other animators or other artists were able to bring this movie that was an, a phenomenal hit to life, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think I think it's amazing that this team of people is able to do something um, so so wonderful. Now, no, on the same subject, did did your I mean, I'm just gonna say I'm pretty sure Char's not your real name, right? <laughs> uh, well, I'm working on making it my legal name. Uh, when I came out, uh, I am, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm trans, but I am definitely non-binary, and uh, I prefer he/them pronouns. Mm-hmm. But uh, my mom chose between uh, my dead name, which I don't use anymore, and I won't disclose here on the podcast, or Charmander, which is her favorite starter Pokemon because I was born in the '90s, uh, and Pokemon was on in the, on the TV uh, in the hospital bedroom when I was born. Mm-hmm. Um. She chose the latter, and I, when I came out, I chose Charmander to spite her. Well, I, the other reason I said it's on the same subject is, is it is, is it because from the stuff that you read, uh, that you chose that name? <laughs> uh, well, part of it, like, she worked, uh, my mom worked with Warner Bros. for a while, uh, when I was really young, so I was pushed into the, uh, the Pokemon crowd extremely early. Mm-hmm. Um... So I've I've been into Pokemon since I was like three, um, you know, old enough to hold a, a Pokemon, in general. Um, but when I found out later on in the years that she could have named me Charmander, uh, I was a little ticked off. Um, so I've I've actually been trying to save up to uh, to have my name legally changed. Just I hate my uh, my dead name or my legal name. And I only ever use it when I have to, for legal reasons. I mean, I mean, like, I mean, like, it's your, like, whole family, like, done something in entertainment. And so that's what made you get into the circus stuff. Because somewhere, because your bloodline just bleeds entertainment. (laughs) Well, my grandmother used to be, um, not a mortician, but she worked in a funeral home. Um, so she works with corpses. My mom has had an array of jobs. She's a single parent. Um, but she did work, she worked for DreamWorks. She worked on, like, movies like Shrek. Um, and she worked for Warner Brothers. So she worked on, like, the first Scooby-Doo movie, Pokemon, Harry Potter, stuff like that. Like, wait, it's like what? (laughs) Um, advertising. It was in advertising. So I would get all the cool, like, merchandise. I, I had a very nice collection of merchandise back when I was little. Oh, that's 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 pretty awesome. You're you're yeah. probably probably somewhere in the cred somewhere. <laughs> it is uh it's in storage. All my all my uh, merchandising or all my all my my merchandise from when she worked there is in is in a storage unit. No, but I'm pretty sure if you were to watch those movies and look very closely at the creds, because you know they're very so tiny. That name is some, your mom's name is probably somewhere in there. <laughs> oh yeah, probably. I mean, um, I like to search through the credits in certain movies just in case. Um, just in case I'll see, you know, someone with my last name or 
ooh, a relative or whatever. Um, the reason I got into the circus thing was because uh, my partner, he was a performer for, for the Gaslight Circus way before we got together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just kind of, he kind of told them, uh, they do art, and and one thing led to another, and I became the circus artist. Just because of that, but it's also because the entertainment business just is just bleeding through you because you have family that's in it. <laughs> I mean, it seems it seems that way, you know. The yeah. entertainment, you know, it's a a wide variety of things. Um. So I guess maybe it was fate. Um, I did have a tarot reading, uh, last month, uh, regarding love, and it did set my partner as my true love. I don't know if it was on purpose or it was completely random, but that's that's gonna be a sign, right? Yeah, I mean, I never did a tarot reading. I don't think I ever want to, but it's... They're, they're eerily accurate, and it's, it's kind of nice having that sentence set in the cards that that it's meant to be. The, um... The, the, other, the other thing I wanted to talk about is that you said earlier that you've been to a lot of places. So are you saying that you live, that you live but you had traveled all over this country? Um, it's not more like traveling... It's, um, my mom couldn't decide where she wanted to stay. So, uh, I was, I was conceived in California, mm-hmm. but I was born in Arizona. And then as a baby, they moved to, me to Oregon, and we moved back to California, uh, Arizona, Texas, Missouri, Louisiana. We went through Hurricane Katrina. That, uh, I remember learning to spell Mississippi well, our, our Greyhound bus was going over the Mississippi River. Wait, so so have you ever been to, like, Illinois? No, I've never been to Illinois. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> Illinois is something. <laughs> yeah, no, we were, um, mm. I think in 2014, my mom was like, okay, we're moving to, to Seattle. We're moving up there. And I was like, well, all right, I guess. That's, that's life. And then we ended up not moving. Uh, and then we've been in Arizona for about uh, 11 years. So, like, have you felt bad that... I mean, well, I'm pretty sure when you lived in all those other places, you made friends and you felt bad that you had to tell all of them, like, oh, you know, I'm moving out of state again. Um, kind of, yeah. Like, I, I've never had a friend for more than, like, five or six years because of that. Um... But a lot of times, I don't, I don't remember a lot of my old friends, like, um, every now and then I'll try and, like, remember their names, because, um, and then I'll look them up and be like, oh, uh, is that the right person? I don't know. Um, and then move on, but, um, I never really stayed in contact with any of my old friends from any of the other states I lived in. Yeah, for me, I, I lived in the same state my whole life. I moved. Oh. I moved obviously. I like. I moved obviously to different towns in the state I lived in, but I never was like you and where it was like. It was like, oh, I was born here, but then I was, but then I was living here, 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 and then I came back. Like, it, it was... oh yeah, no. Um, you kind of look. You got to look at the amount of schools I went to, and go, what, what the heck. Um, I think I went to about five or six different middle schools. 
Um, and about the same number of elementary schools, but I only went to one high school because that was towards the end of our, our moving shenanigans. That's crazy. <laughs> it, um, it was not very pleasant, I have to admit. But, like, it was mostly, I think I, I became also, like, a pseudo-hoarder, especially of cosplay stuff and of mm. fandom stuff. Mm-hmm. Because with every move, we would lose things. Or I would lose things. Um, and I guess as an adult, I was like, okay, I'm not getting rid of anything else. No, because for me, it was weird. When I moved from... when In 2005, when I moved from the apartment I was living in to the house I used to live in before I lived in the one I live in now. Um, the, here's the crazy thing. So... So, in the town I used to, when I was living in the apartment, we moved at the time when I was supposed to be jumping from from elementary school to junior high. Because where I lived, um, 7th grade was, was in the, uh, no, 6th grade was in junior high. And, and then where I was moving to, uh, the 6th grade, last grade in elementary school, and then junior high was 7th and 8th grade. And so... I've actually, I have a similar experience to that. Um, for a while, we lived in Missouri, right? Mm-hmm. We lived in a town, population 305. Mm-hmm. That's it, like 305 people. Right, that's um, nice. Yeah. Um, and I went to a school that was K through 12. So, like, kindergarten all the way up till like, senior year of high school. Yeah. And, um... The school system in Missouri is a little bit different. They don't teach you uh, multiplication until fourth grade. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was in summer school when we moved from Missouri to Arizona for, like, the third time. Arizona's always been, like, our home base. Um, I was held back. (laughs) I was in, uh, like, summer school going to fourth grade. So third grade, summer school, um, getting ready for fourth grade. Um... Small town things. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And when we moved, it was in the middle of... It was just about to be the middle of the next school year in Arizona. And um, they held me back, so I had to retake uh, third grade. Because I hadn't learned multiplication yet, and all the other kids already knew what it was. And I was sitting there, and they had us do like a times table test. And one of them was like zero times whatever, and I'm like, what? What the heck is zero? Uh, what? What is? What is zero times like four? Like what is that? And the kid next to me looked at me and was like, really? It's just zero. I I hadn't learned that yet. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but it wasn't like, no, for me, I wasn't held back. It was just how it was, and. And, you know, I mean, like, that's just how the system was for where I moved to. So I did. So, well, everyone back in where I used to, So for the class I graduated with from elementary school, um, went to junior high. I was stuck in elementary school for one more year in my new town. And then by the seventh grade, then I finally went to junior high. And then... <laughs> And then that, that was an experience. Yeah, 
it doesn't feel great when you when you get stuck with uh, with a group of kids you're not really you don't really know not really like in a new new student kind of way but like in a I need to be with the rest of my peers not in this that doesn't it doesn't seem like it's the right spot yeah and, and on top of that you know and then after I graduated junior high I I end up going to the high school I I mean I was I didn't go to the high school I was supposed to go to I went to the high school in the next town over because of um because of how I explain this I mean I don't really mind talking about it I mean yeah I'll just say it. um I I was born like I was born with Asperger's and so because of that I had to go to a different high school, which is the next town over from the town I lived in. And Ooh. program at at the at the high school that I was supposed to go to wasn't as good as the one I as good as it was at the high school I went to. And so I so I was stuck in a room, literally, like one room for every class besides gym for like the first two years of high school. And then my junior year, I, f I broke out of that one room and I started going around, you know, and, mm -hmm. and then, um, between that, I did summer school, um, because I just did. And in the last two summer schools I did were doing my work program thing, which the work program thing was basically where they just, they had a set number of businesses and we were supposed to just, you know, act like we were just working for them under the program. And so I worked at places like Ikea and Nordstrom Rack. And I was a room service at one point in a hotel. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> and, you know... I mean, like, I did that, and that was me basically in high school. It was just, I was stuck in a room for two years, and then I finally broke free, and then I did, and then I got pushed into the workforce early, and that that's me in high school. <laughs> yeah. Um, the year, I guess, seventh, seventh grade, right before eighth grade, uh, right before we moved again from Texas back to Arizona, Yeah. Um, I went to a science academy. Mm-hmm. Because um, when I was younger, if I ever expressed interest in something, my mom would full force go into, oh, you want science? Let's get you into a science academy. Or, oh, you're into drawing? Let's get you into fine arts and art history. Um, when all I wanted to do was, like, draw cartoons or whatever, like I do now. Mm -hmm. And um, everyone there was, like, the top most prestigious of children. It it did not feel great. Um like, I took uh, Japanese in 6th grade as a weeaboo, and then in 7th grade at the Science Academy, I was taking Turkish. That's a language that most schools don't even offer. That... Um, and and it, wasn't, it wasn't really that pleasant, of, a, and it was a, like a K-8, through eight, I think, school. You went through, no, from the Senate, but you went through a lot of schooling. In, oh, yes. And I'm sorry. And, well, I went through a lot of schooling, and then, so I would have, um, you know, like I said, fine arts, or, or, like, more, like, 
advanced science and like honors math and all this stuff and it's like I I wasn't really into all of it. I wanted to draw cartoons um and I I experienced I definitely experienced the uh being smart enough to not need to study and then finally when being told to study it's like what do and then and then the the, the depression hit and it, it just it all crashed and burned senior year of high school. Well, I mean, well, I mean, like, uh, I mean, like, but, but eventually, but like, you know, you graduated and you graduated with all this knowledge from like 500 different schools. <laughs> I, um, I actually, I didn't graduate high school. I, I dropped out because of my depression. Oh, I'm sorry about that. That's okay. I'm, I'm working hard to get my GED and, um, I'm not gonna lie, uh, Graduating hasn't hurt me yet as an adult, or not not graduating hasn't hurt me yet as an adult. Um, and only about three percent of people that go to college, uh, or people who go to college, only make about three percent more than people who don't. So I'm not, I'm not missing out on much. Um, I think I think no, I had one friend. Well, I don't know if we're still friends. I don't even know. But like, but this one guy I knew from high school. Literally one day just got up and walked out of school and never came back. Just like... I didn't I didn't I didn't do that. I didn't walk out. Um it got to a point where I was um I wasn't able to get out of bed. Um I wasn't able to do re- regular things because of my depression and mm-hmm. I started missing school. I was um I would be like an hour or two late for school to the to the point where I would just not I, I stopped going. And um my mom said that I was old enough and that it was okay and that I could get my GED later on um, because it was just too much of a mental toll on on me. I'm sorry. That's okay. I mean, she was really supportive about it and she didn't really give... She has never given me crap for it. Now that I think about it, she never gave me crap for not finishing high school um, because I've, I've been... I'm successful. I... I work for a full-time job, and I am a successful artist, and that's that's kind of that's where you go in life, you know. That's um, kind of the dream, right? Yeah, it's the dream. Um, you know, you you want to put your name out there somehow. Well, I got my name out there four or five different ways. Uh, you know, and I do have a fairly large education. Uh, but it's not exactly what most people would consider book smart. Uh, I I have a wide knowledge of like random trivia. Well, here well here's the well here's the thing. Um, we're we're at the fifty minute mark, almost an hour. <laughs> and I want to I want to end and and I want to ask, maybe like. Probably the day after we're recording this, or sometime later this week, or next week, or whatever, we should do a, a part two, and we can and we can just continue on at like at a time that's earlier than like two a.m. <laughs> I actually I'd really like that. Um, and I'm really glad you you suggested. That. I'm glad that you enjoyed having me on to the point where you do want to do a, a part two. Um, I mean, but yeah, definitely, definitely not, definitely at a time. When it's not so late, because it is, it is one thirty in the morning here, um, and I'm assuming it's like what two two thirty in the morning, three thirty almost. 
for you? Almost two thirty where I live. Two <laughs> thirty. Um, because we we've managed to get into quite a lot of topics, and we haven't even hit yet the uh, the convention boom that have kind of really brought my life to fruition. Yeah, we didn't talk about conventions. We didn't talk about home stuff. We didn't. There's a lot of things we didn't talk about yet. We we mostly just talked about uh, I guess our past lives. Real real day adult things. Yeah, we we got a lot. We talked about a lot today, and there's still a lot to come. But but yeah, um, I'm excited. I'm excited that you actually you still want to you want to keep talking about it. That's that makes me feel good. Yeah, I mean. Um, I mean, I'm a, I mean, I love doing this podcast. I love doing this podcast for all the many fans who um, like to listen, which I, if I have any. But um, but like I, but I, I love letting people know about you, and hopefully, people who listen to this will be like that. That Char Van Camp, he seems he seems pretty awesome. I wanna. That's really dating me. Borders. <laughs> We were driving there, and Ad comes on the radio for the for the um, Illinois Media School, which back then it was called Illinois Center for Broadcasting back when I went to it, but now it's called Illinois Media School, and that's a lot easier to say. So I'm just gonna say that. Um, <laughs> but your advertisement came on the radio, and I heard it, and my mom said maybe you should go there. That sounds pretty cool. I was like, yeah, you know. Maybe I should give that a try. You know, maybe I'll give it a try. So, you know, we went there. I did my audition, um, which you had to do in a, like a physical audition for them to accept you in. And so I did that, and they sent me in, and um, I did that. You know, I did that, and then after I graduated from there, I lazed around for a year until I got my job. And then, and then I started my first podcast, Adventure Time Guys, which, which I was just reviewing every single episode with a friend of mine, and we did do that. But then the the train wheels fell off, and we just were just content wasn't making sense anymore because the show was over and we didn't know what else to do, so we ended it. I started this, and and then on top of this. I started in the Serpent's Pit for a second one that I do, and boom, here we are. <laughs> that's a very that's a very long timeline, and I'm I'm glad that it it made it this far. Um, that's that's pretty cool. I, I'm also pretty glad that we both had like moms to influence us uh, into the right direction that put us where we are now. Well, I mean, I I mean. I mean, like both both my parents are very, very supportive of. Like, I wanted to do it, you know. But like, you know. See, but at least at least you had like a dream. Like I, I was like, I don't know, I like drawing, and then my mom kind of took that and was like, okay, we're gonna get you into fine arts and art history and this and that and this. We're gonna learn about realism and surrealism and all this. And I was just here like I I like cartoons, Why? because I grew up with cartoons. So of course I was gonna like them. Yeah, but I mean, like wrestling isn't the dream now. It was like that was like the dream, like back when I was in high school. I mean, it would have been cool to do it now, but like, you know, now that I'm almost in my thirties, that like, I mean, I know there's some, I know that there's some that get into it when they when they get older, like into their forties, because they want to, because they're they they're want, in their prime. Yeah, 
but I, I don't know. I mean, I've I've been so much in the podcasting game that like, why stop it now? You know. Skyville, you just kind of grab it like Andrew Hussey. Like how, throw an obscure out idea out there, and then the internet takes it and is like, yes. Like how, how's that? Like how's that song go? Oh yeah, life goes on. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's drive this thing home. Uh, figure one for listening to episode 134 of Cyber Time Bite. You can follow me on Facebook at Cyber Time Bite. Follow me on Twitter at at Nostalgia Vamp. Um, buy all my merchandise on breadbubble.com under Crash Steven Gear where you can buy all my spork stuff which I have my spork t-shirt I have my um, all my merchandise on there you can get it on a mug you can get it on a shirt you can get it on a hoodie you can get anything just whatever your little heart desires they pretty sure they have it on there I, I can't list off it because it's too much but Go buy my merchandise. I will be, I would be, glad if you do. <laughs> and you, where where can people find you and all that? Uh, well, I have a Instagram, which is just a uh, TechnoCat8. Uh, there is a story behind that. Hopefully, I'll be able to get to that in part two. Um, my Tumblr, which is also TechnoCat. Yeah, the, I was, in, I was always, in, I was just always in that moment, but. <laughs> Oh man, well, we're gonna do a part two of this. Um, I'm not gonna add the two parts; just be way too long. Um, I'll upload this part and the second part on the same day, and then, and then, um, and then the week after this one uploads will be the next one after that. So it's not like it's not it's not like. 134 is going to be this one, and then like the second part is going to be 135. It's it's going to be 134, the continuation, <laughs> or the the second part. And if you oh, okay, and if you prefer, and if you people prefer to listen to the second part, that's on you. If you don't, that's also on you. <laughs> but but it's going to be there if you'd like to listen to it. If you just want to listen to this part. Go right ahead. I don't care. It's there for you to listen to. But, um... But, um... But they're both going to be uploaded on the same day. It's just going to be a continuation of this. And episode 135 would be a completely different episode. Anyway. Um... I hope all of you guys have a fantastic day. And have a good one. Have, uh, Have a nice day. You know, you want to say bye? Uh, bye, guys. Thanks for listening to me uh, ramble on about my past. <laughs> Have a good uh, one. Hope- yeah.